0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of The Overdrive Files. And I hope you're all enjoying your weekend, having some uh, some fun summer action out there. Uh, it's kind of winding down. School's about to get back in session. But uh, we do have some cool things to talk about. One thing that's maybe not so cool, but, um, yeah, so a lot of things going on in the, the world of movies. So uh, let's just get right into it. So first up, we have the the Disney Fox fiasco. So, recently, Disney acquired 20th Century Fox, and all seemed to be going swimmingly well. But um, Bob Iger, at the end of the, I believe, third quarter uh, earners meet, like the the stockholders meeting that uh, they have every quarter, he was just talking about how Fox was really underperforming and causing a, a massive quarter loss, so... You know, the movie Dark X Men: Dark Phoenix was like a hundred and seventy million dollar loss, and uh, there was a couple other issues as well, like the the Star Wars park not performing as well as they hoped it would. Um, Yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, There's a whole audio version that you can listen to of it so it's it's really quite interesting but pretty much what's going on is Disney is like scrapping 20th Century Fox for parts so you know, they're canceling a lot of stuff that was in development, and they're only going to be focusing on, you know, known titles. Like, obviously, the upcoming Avatar movies will be continuing on. Um, they'd be dumb to not do that, right? So, as well as, like, movies like Planet of the Apes. They they mentioned that name in uh, Bob Iger, the the CEO of Disney, mentioned uh, the Planet of the Apes movies will be con- continuing. So, that was a big a big franchise property for fox so they'll be continuing on with that but with all this the downside of this is that these like original movies that have been in like the fox library or what we've seen recently you know we're not going to see probably any more of like movies like recently for example alita battle angel came out that was a fox film And, uh, you know, it didn't make a ton of money. I think it made like 400 million, maybe four or five hundred million dollars worldwide, but it cost 200 million dollars to make. Um, So I don't think that, movie is going to get a sequel i think that's going to be really hard to come by uh for disney to you know pull the trigger and make another movie which i quite enjoyed that film you know it's not the greatest story or greatest acting ever but i really found it quite interesting you know i'm not familiar with the manga or anything the original source material but i really enjoyed that movie i thought it was quite fun um so yeah it's it's quite a bummer and a lot of people you know they sort of predicted that this would happen but you know at the start of it it kind of seemed like all was sort of going well but um yeah it's unfortunate to see a major studio just kind of like stripped for parts um so we'll we'll see but it looks like disney's also bringing home alone to disney plus which is interesting Um, Those first two Home Alone movies are classics, in my opinion. I absolutely love those. Um, Another tidbit here is that Deadpool, Deadpool 2 director David Leitch mentioned that the sequel doesn't necessarily need to be rated R. And... I don't know. It's all interesting stuff. We don't know for sure. You know, none of this stuff has been really confirmed as far as uh, Deadpool three not being rated R, but now being under the Disney umbrella um, and Kevin Feige over now overseeing these Fox Marvel properties. Um, yeah, I, I don't see them making a rated R Marvel movie, even even Blade, which. Uh, comes out, I don't know, they didn't give a release date for that movie. Um, I don't think they will make rated R comic book movies, or at least under the Marvel umbrella. So I could be wrong. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll all surprise us, and that would be really awesome. But um, I think they're just going to go the PG-13 route, unfortunately. So, um, But moving on, we have some other news. A little bit in the D.C., world of things. Uh, So Birds of Prey has been shooting for like the last year or so and they're going to be doing some reshoots and pumping up and juicing up some action scenes, bringing on David Leach, the guy on the left there. Not David Leach, sorry. uh, Chad Stahelski. Fun fact, David Leach and Chad Stahelski directed the first John Wick movie and then uh, David Leach went off to do Atomic Blonde and uh, um, Deadpool 2 and More recently, Hobbs and Shaw. But, or uh, (laughs) damn it, Chad Stahelski is the guy on the left there. And he was actually Keanu Reeves' uh, stunt double in the Matrix movies. So, he's going to be tackling and sort of helping assist with some uh, action scenes. And uh, if you're not familiar with the John Wick movies, they are some of the greatest, like, sort of world, not worldwide, like major blockbusters as of late to really include some awesome and incredible action scenes. Um, they just really pay attention to detail in those movies as far as like all the gun-fu, like reloading the magazines and the guns, and it just feels so so realistic and just brutal and sort of like heightened in a way to really make it energetic and just entertaining. And you know, it's, it's not like they've been, they're the first to do this or anything like that. Uh, Asian cinema has been doing just ridiculously good uh, martial arts stuff in film, you know, for a long time, like movies like the raid, which are more recent, Those are extremely well known for their action scenes. But John Wick, as far as, you know, the, I guess Hollywood, um, has really been front and center in terms of like just really pumping up the action set pieces in uh, movies as of late, at least what I've seen in theaters lately. Um, But yeah, it's really interesting. Like, what are they going to do in Birds of Prey? That's really has me intrigued. Like, is it just. You know, some of these, uh, Harley Quinn and uh, a couple of the other characters going to be fighting some guys in a warehouse and just have some crazy choreography going on. I do not know, but I'm really excited. Anytime you throw in, like, uh, anybody from the John Wick franchise with another movie, I feel like it's just going to be instantly better. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool. I'm looking forward to Birds of Prey. I don't really know much about it, but this makes me even more excited. So, really looking forward to that. Um, But we do have some Star Wars news. Apparently, Ewan McGregor is in talks to return as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a Disney Plus series. Um, So, I guess Ewan McGregor was a... I don't know. This was never confirmed, but it was... Highly rumored and even reported about, but um, that Ewan McGregor was going to be in an Obi Wan Kenobi standalone movie or a trilogy. Um, and I think I would prefer that. I've always thought Star Wars should be on the big screen, you know, where you have the theatrical experience, um, you know, the great, the great, uh, you know, surround sound, all of that. I think that's the way Star Wars should be seen. But the Mandalorian series looks phenomenal, so that might just change my mind. Um, but Ewan McGregor, probably the most beloved thing about the Star Wars prequels. Um, the guy's fantastic, and he sort of made this, you know... Having to tackle the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi, albeit a younger version, still Alec Guinness was, that's an iconic role, it still is, Um, but Ewan McGregor really owned that character in the Star Wars prequels, and uh, definitely one of my favorite parts about it. And just a phenomenal actor, and him getting his own series of Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah, let's do it. I mean, there's that gap between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. It's about 20 years or so. And I think there's some really interesting stories you could tell. Uh, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi didn't always have to just be hanging out on tattooing. He could have went off to do adventures and uh, missions and all sorts of stuff. So that's really cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um I think they'll make an announcement at D23, and I think that's like next weekend or something like that. It's like the end of August, so I think they'll do it. I think they'll pull the trigger um, and announce this thing. So I'm looking really looking forward to it. You you cannot go wrong with Ewan McGregor, which he's also in uh, Birds of Prey. So. Um, yeah, guy must be a a busy man, but, um, and then you also have, it was recently talked about Ryan Johnson still working on his star Wars trilogy. Um, and it's still going to be disconnected from the saga. It's not going to have any sort of relation to the, to the Skywalkers, which that's going to be really weird. I don't know, like, what way do you go? Do you go like following characters that we're like in the rebellion or just completely disconnected from, you know, the, the first order, uh, resistance battle. It's just so many questions. And I, I just don't know where you go with this thing. And with it, so disconnected from the, the main saga, like how many people are really going to be interested? I'm more curious than anything. I'm, it's hard to get excited about something that's so like unknown at this point. Um, I'm, I'm more excited about the Benioff and Weiss movies that that's if they go old Republic, which I mean, I think that's really what most people are hoping for that they, that they go with, but it's, it's not set in stone. Like things could change and, um, they could adapt certain things differently. So, Um, even if it is called the old Republic, it might be drastically different from that game, the Xbox game or whatever it was from like 2003. So, um, you know, you just need to take things with a grain of salt. It's not going to be exactly the way, uh, you know, the source material was look at the Marvel movies where they adapt like certain comic books like civil war and it's really quite different. Um so yeah it's really interesting with what they're going to be doing with Disney Plus and uh you know they're putting some really cool things I'm definitely going to be signing up for it, uh, just regardless of uh the Mandalorian and then you throw in like the uh what was it WandaVision and all those other like Marvel you know tv series that will be popping up on there so i'm really excited for that um let's hope that they officially announce this obi-wan uh, kenobi series on disney plus at d23 so i'm fingers crossed i'm really holding out for it um but we do have some other news here um andrew masks max asks what do you think that the John wick spinoff show slash prequel might be about Keanu is executive producing it. So should he also be in it now? Yeah. So it was announced quite a while ago. I think it's probably been a, a about a year or so since they announced this like John wick spinoff TV series. And I think they announced that it's going to be centered around the continental, that hotel. And, uh, after John wick, uh, John Wick Chapter 3, yeah, I I, I guess if you haven't seen John, John Wick Chapter 3, I don't want to spoil it, but um, I think they might have to wait until John Wick Chapter 4 to... Uh, to really do something with this TV series, um, if it's going to be centered around the continental, but I absolutely love the continental and just the whole concept that the John wick franchise has really introduced. It's really interesting, but I do feel like Keanu Reeves should make an appearance appearance. I feel like John wick should pop up in this thing. Not a lot. I mean, if he had like one, one episode that he was like featured in, um, as like a supporting character, I feel like that would be enough for me. I don't I don't need a the spin-off series to like be about him. I mean, we have the movies. That's what those are sort of for, so um but yeah, I feel like he should be in it at least one time. And uh, you know, I think you're going to have the hotel manager or at least the the concierge desk. I think that gentleman might be the the lead of it. He was he was really featured in John Wick Chapter 3 quite a bit, especially towards the end. And I absolutely love that guy. I don't really know his his uh, his name, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to to the the Continental, I guess that's what they might call it, the spinoff series for John Wick. So, you know, anything related to John Wick. It has my money, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, But also, from Andrew Max, I think we'll get new Star Wars footage soon. And they said at San Diego Comic-Con that the ending will be shocking. So, do you have any predictions as to how it will all end? Man. Um, So, The Rise of Skywalker. So many questions... So little answers as what we've seen from uh, the first teaser trailer that came out of Star Wars Celebration Chicago back in April. Um, man, I, I honestly don't know what this movie is going to be about. All I know is that the the Emperor is laughing at the end, and it shows you know our our hero standing at a a cliff with a you know tidal waves crashing at the shore and. uh there's the death star now what are they going to the death star for that's that's the question is it just for the emperor do they think he's still alive in there or what um i read a cool theory though and it was about that these characters are heroes you know whether it's uh finn ray and poe and hopefully our r2d2 gets in some action on this goddamn movie but um they're going there to like mine the kyber crystals from the death star you know you had Ray's like broken lightsaber um at the end of the last jedi and um you know in uh the beginning of the teaser trailer for the rise of skywalker her lightsaber has been repaired um so you need a kyber crystal for a lightsaber, so why not go to the Death Star ruins to to get a kyber crystal, right? Um and maybe they just stumble upon the emperor. But I don't know, does that sound like a shitty like horror movie? Like a like a haunted house type story? I don't know. But yeah, it's I I the way I want this movie to sort of end is I want like the emperor like I want Kylo to be trying to sort of like you know be his supreme leader and the and the emperor sort of come in and just like shove him out of the way. I want that to be sort of the conflict um for Kylo Ren is him trying to, you know, finish what he started and then uh the emperor just kind of like pushing him aside and uh Kylo sort of realizing that this this you know the emperor is back. I don't know. I don't really know what the nuts and bolts of this movie are really going to be but you know i think there's going to be an epic showdown between ray some of the the concept footage or there may have been an officially released photo but it kind of looked like ray and kylo fighting on top like having a lightsaber duel on top of the death star like in the rain with waves crashing i think that would be epic as hell i think that would be really awesome um, and that's one thing that, you know, this trilogy, or at least the previous two movies, we haven't gotten a ton of like lightsaber action in these movies. And I really think that we'll get that in this movie. I think we will. Um, but I need R2-D2 to have something to do in this movie. Like, that's the one character out of everybody in this entire trilogy, this, 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 uh, this sequel era. Uh, the Disney sequel era that has been shafted is R two D two. The guy had a freaking uh, rug thrown over him the entire first movie in the Force Awakens, um, you know. And then he had some nice moments in the Last Jedi, especially that one with Luke when he when Luke walks up on the Millennium Falcon and they have that nice heart to heart moment. Um, but yeah. That's one thing I need from The Rise of Skywalker. So I, I hope they, del- they deliver it. I mean, even more than like a grand epic lightsaber duel, I need R2-D2 to have something to do in this movie. Um, so we'll see if they pull it off. But guys, that's it for this episode of The Overdrive Files. Make sure to leave a comment down below in the the comment section. Otherwise, you can hit me up on Anchor. There'll be a link down below in the description. And you can leave me a voicemail with your thoughts and opinions with a a topic suggestion. Or if you just have a question you want to ask. So hit me up. Guys, thank you so much for watching. I'm Rex Overdrive. I'll see you next time.